Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Ozumpa. I'm Brady Stuffel. And I'm Annie Larner. Hey, welcome in, Brady and Annie. How are things? How's your weekend? How's your life? How's <laughs> life? Yeah, no, it's, it's a letdown from what I thought it would be. You know, I just really felt so... <laughs> Well, no, it's reminiscing about your yearbook and what people read to you. I don't. I never even got a yearbook uh, my senior year. Wow, yeah. one of those rebels. This is like whatever. It's fine. Did you get a yearbook, Annie, in senior oh, year? And gosh. if so, no, are you living my... your dreams that you set in the back of that yearbook? No, it's funny. I'm actually embarrassed to say, well, I'm not embarrassed, but it's funny because just this week I was with a friend. She was over at my house and I can't remember what we were doing. And she said, Hey, did you know this person from high school? And I was like, no, that name's kind of familiar. And I said, I got to go get my yearbook. And I have to keep my yearbook like in an accessible place because it's actually a reference book for me now. And it's the thing when you like grow up in your hometown and you, you hear about these names or you run into someone who grew up here too, or you hear these names you go, I don't, first of all, maiden names change. And so you'd have to go like, look up who that person is and then make the connections and you remember them as they were like 20 years ago. And so you have to go get that reference book to remind yourself that this week. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We have our yearbooks in our crawl space. And so I was kind of cleaning out the crawl space. And so I was going through, we had some kids books and other things that we brought out there and out of there, I should say. And then some other boxes. And I came across one with like mementos and yearbooks. And I was just like, so I was just like chucking it. I throw it in the trash. And then that night, I'm kind of superstitious. So I'm just kind of freaked out about my senior yearbook being thrown in the trash. And yeah, like, that's all a of little sudden, harsh. All of a sudden, <laughs> my like image will vanish from the face of the earth or something tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, and Glad so I, I just, you know, I, I really do want to part ways with it because there's no sense in having it. My kids are going to want it. I mean, like, woo, dad's yearbook. Ooh, let me look, you know. Nah. Give I mean, it to your kids then. I don't know, man. Whatever. Like, what's you don't <laughs> your yearbook from every year, but I would think your senior yearbook. That's like a worthy cause. It's funny. So I got rid of like, you know, I think I still had, I think I got rid of junior high years ago. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Know, but um, yeah. So for me, it was like, oh, the junior and sophomore. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Wait, so yeah. why did yearbooks come up? I can't remember. We were just talking about your uh, Brady was living his dream and it wasn't mm-hmm. fulfilling his dream. And so uh, it really paid out the way I thought it would, you know, yeah. I, just, I don't know. No, like, no, like, like it's been nice. Like it's been, it's been good. Like, like weather's been good. Um, you know, it's just kind of been, it's been nice to be in Longmont. It's been a, it's been a nice thing. There's activity yeah, on the block. Pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, it's just been, it's been pleasant. It's been pleasant recently. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been pleasant for me too, Brady, because my family, they left for, well, it was supposed to be two nights, but it was one night instead. But the husband took the two kids, they went camping, and I stayed home alone. Mm-hmm. Home alone. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was a beautiful mix. I had a little trash TV on Friday, some wine. I got up and did like a volunteer thing, and I went to yoga in the park. I rode my bicycle. I did so much stuff. I mean, you can build a city in a weekend without your family around. It's nuts. I got all so Annie. Annie, stuff. I have to I have to interrupt you for a second because we know that yoga is your stressor, like or you had to go to Whole Foods because you were stressed one time. <laughs> so, like, is Trash TV for you, Marie Kondo, or something? Or no. like, no. what's Trash TV for you? No, it's like real trash TV. It's like okay. Housewives, like real Housewives. Okay. I actually okay. jumped into a new franchise because I had only done a few. I went to Beverly Hills. It was actually kind of a little extra for me. I'm I'm not even deep enough for Beverly Hills. So I actually backed out of that. <laughs> but 
Some mindless TV. That's what I do. Yeah, that's cool. I did go to Whole Foods this weekend. (laughs) I did go to Yoga in the Park, though. It was funny. I actually thought it was a funny little Longmont scene where it was like a Saturday morning. It's like free yoga in the park. You go and we're in one corner and there's people walking their dogs in another. There's planes going overhead. And I thought about our our guest, Pete, who's sensitive to all the noise, (laughs) how it was. And there's bluegrass over here, the bluegrass band doing their free concert. And there's plenty of distractions. But it was a very... It was just a very Colorado moment. I love it. So where was the, what park was that at? Thompson. It was uh, your favorite park, Eric. Thompson. Eric's favorite park. The one I can't go to (laughs) because it's exclusive. Yeah. 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 They have it like it's through full circle yoga and they do a free outdoor yoga every Saturday. And sometimes it's like at the roost on the rooftop, sometimes it's at the park. So it's, it's kind of cool. It's very, very accessible yoga. Yeah. Peace and love to people who live around there. And I know (laughs) I can go there. So just don't shame me and throw me a bunch of email people. Okay. But if you want to throw email, shape this boy up. Gmail.com. Yeah. (laughs) I will say that. Uh, Sunday mornings are like my favorite time, and even Friday mornings a little bit. But Sunday mornings, like before nine in the morning, are like my favorite time to be outside in Colorado. It is so still. Yes, and it's quiet. Yeah, it's, it's so really, quiet. It is very noticeable when it's very it's, still. It's yeah. it's just a one because I you know I get up usually in the morning when it's nice out like this. I get my cup of coffee. Yeah. And I sit on the back porch and I you know I get my little blankie because it's like fifty something and I just sit on the back porch and I just drink my coffee. And it is so quiet on Sunday morning. It's beautiful. Oh I've noticed like Fridays, so like nice it, and- the road noise tapers off throughout the week. Like Mondays, everybody's like, I got to go to work. I can't believe it. Like the car says to you. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like by Friday, people are like, oh, God, it's Friday. You know, I'm almost there. And they're just like, okay, I can handle it. And then Sunday, like nobody's out. It's Sunday. Yeah. And then it all starts again on Monday. Yeah, I was yeah. definitely living the Brady life Sunday, Saturday morning. Well, Sunday. So it was supposed to be two nights, as I mentioned, and and uh, I got a call at like, as you know, it poured all weekend. Oh yeah, so they were they just got so rained out camping, and I got a call at like I don't know seven o'clock, eight o'clock, and I'm at left hand having drinks with friends out, <laughs> and I get this call from my panicked husband who's like, "We're home, we're almost home. I got the kids, we got rained out." And I was You're like, gonna want a cup of coffee, hon. Uh, good yeah. luck. I'm not coming home. I was promised yeah, exactly. nights here, man. Uh, no, that's when you in bed. <laughs> no, that's when you pull out, like you say, there's three little words here. Here's the Marriott card. Yeah. So <laughs> that's four words. But anyway, uh but anyway, that you know, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I, I know how that 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 really sadness sets in when you're like, oh, cool, you're all set to have a weekend and all of a sudden something goes awry. I yeah. know. I kind of knew there was that contingency because it was raining hard. When I drove to left yeah. hand, I drove through like Lake Longmont down. But I mean, it was like this much water. Yeah, yeah. it was. So yeah. not, I mean, it was depth. It was crazy. And I was like, yeah, probably coming home. But again, peace and love to people. You know, again, love kids, love my kids. Clearly. It was so yeah. nice when they were just like, they would, you know, take a break. And, you know, it was nice. We all need a break. Yeah. yeah. It, was, exactly. it was rejuvenating weekend. I was and what better way to take a break than to play an arcade game? Yeah. I know. I and know. right now we have Luke and Emily Kunzelman, who are the owners of Quarters. God, what a uh, smart transition. Arcade. So 475 <laughs> Main Street. Uh, thank you so much, Luke and Emily, for joining us. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. How smooth was that transition? God, this man is polished. It wasn't ham-fisted at all. <laughs> I'm sorry? No, I just said it was smooth like butter. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. Like, did you grow up in the area? Are you from the area? Yeah, we're uh, born and raised here. Emily moved here when she was two, so she might have been, might as well have been born here. Um, we all, we went to elementary, middle, high school here. Oh. 
Tell us what schools. I want to know. Yeah. Uh, we both graduated from Skyline. Skyline. Uh, yeah. I went to elementary. I went out to Mead. I was actually, because I was in the northeast end of town. They bust us all out there. And Emily went to a handful of different schools kind of throughout one month. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. So then did you move away at all or did you always, did you, so you met each yeah. other like in school or you met each other like on the street and you said, Hey, I've got an arcade, arcade dream. Like, how does that go down? Hey, uh, lady, I got an idea for you. <laughs> well, we started dating in high school. We've been a ever since. So the only time that I was gone was when I was going to college in Greeley. Otherwise we flipped here. Our whole life, so. Yeah, I, I went to see you, but I still lived in Longmont, and I worked here in Longmont while going to school, so I just commuted back and forth, and Emily was back down here from Greeley every weekend anyway, so I had no reason to go anywhere. That's awesome. So then tell us about how Quarters got founded. Like, how did you decide, like, how did you decide, like, to open this, this bar and arcade? Well, we were celebrating our 10-year anniversary. We were on a weekend down in Denver. Um, we had just done a tour at Coors Field and we're just, it's like the middle of the afternoon on a Friday, I think. And we were just like, that, you know, none of, not much was really going on. We were just wandering around near there. We found this place called the One Up and, um, um, uh, we found this place called the One Up and we're just like, um, I walked in and literally looked around and said, we need one of these in Longmont. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we just kind of talked about the idea for years. I mean, it was probably, what, five years? I think we talked for like five years just about, you know, okay, if we were to ever do this, what would we do? What would we call it? What would, you know, all these different... What games would we have? Yeah, the, you know, we just kind of built it in our mind for like five years. And then finally I was like, okay, we either need to do something or we need to stop talking about this. Because, <laughs> you know, somebody's, somebody's going to open one and then I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask you a question, though. Did you play, do you still play like video games or did you play arcade games back in the day or what are your favorite things to do? Was it pinball or was it arcade games or what was it? Um, I mean, I feel like I played some of the arcade cabinets, Pac-Man, stuff like that. Um, Luke played a lot more arcades than I did. Yeah, I, I love to play arcades growing up. I mean, there was there used to be a, an old um, arcade in the mall called it Time Out and it went through yep. a bunch of different name changes, but and he used to hang out there whenever we could. Um, mostly played arcades and stuff. Emily's game had always been skee ball, like that's what she always liked to play. But um, when we were, we we actually did did a, a training on like how to repair games and stuff down at um, the Colorado Game Exchange in Denver. Oh wow, interesting. That's and, when we got more into pinball. Yeah, that's we they at the time, and this was pre-pandemic, but they got they had like 80 different pinball machines scattered throughout their building. And so whenever we would get a break, we would just go spend the whole time playing pin. And made it a goal to try and play all of the pinballs that they have there. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of really unique pinball machines, but that's when we started kind of learning that there's strategy to it, not just take a over to pinball, you know? But I mean and we love to play pinball, but by far we're we're nowhere near like even remotely the best in our in our place. And in fact, we've got a couple of our staff members are like they, they're pretty regular set in high scores on most of these games. So wow. So uh, Brady and Annie, are you pinball people? I like pinball. I think pinball's fun. I'm um I'm hot garbage at it, but I think <laughs> pinball's a lot of fun. Yeah. I like it too. I'm not very good at it. I like skee ball more. Well, yeah, see, no, skee ball's actually, awesome. And we actually are just signing up new ski ball leagues right now. So we do ski ball leagues every Monday and Tuesday. Um, 
this will be the last lead of the season um, after this season's over, which will be like mid to early October. Um, we'll start doing like nightly tournaments. So like oh, we fun. can just show up and on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, on Mondays and Tuesdays. And we'll do fun. those through the end of the year and then we'll start up our next. I, I love that that works. Like, I think it's a hilarious idea to like go down for a pinball tournament. Like no, I and somebody ski ball, ski ball. Sorry. Ball. Sorry. Ski ball. But I'm again, like, yeah, pin, like it's it's okay, but I'm again I'm hot garbage at it, and it's just fun that there's enough people that like love that and want to engage with it to to prop it up, to keep it going. Yeah, skee ball is just I, I think skee ball is like one of the funnest things in the world. Like I remember when I was a kid and go to Elitches. I mean, that was just like going to the arcade at Elitches and just the old Elitches, I should say. Yeah, and just going to the skee ball and just uh, just having a great time of spending tons of money and getting five tickets out of the machine, you know, because I was so bad. You know, it was awesome. <laughs> But uh, it's, yeah. it's so fun, honestly. Monday and Tuesday nights are such a great time. There's so much good energy. Whether people are really good at ski ball or not, everyone just has a blast. And we're always telling people who are new to the area, join Ski Ball League. It's a really great way to meet new people and make new friends in the community. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. So what? Um, how do how do people join the Ski Ball League? Like, how do they get signed up for that? So, and I. I think it just went live on our website, yeah. but okay. if you go on our website, you can actually just call into quarters and say, I want to play. You can show up. Like I said, we actually have our first week of Tuesday Night League tonight, and it's and we still got spaces available. So if somebody wanted to play, they could show up tonight. Or um, We usually will take teams through week three, through week three. Um, mm-hmm. but once we hit 20 teams, we're, we're full. In so. quarters, bar and arcade is the dot com is the website. Correct. Okay, Correct. Awesome. Cool. We're not we're in a shameless plug, so you got to promote yourself here. Okay. <laughs> um, so what what do you see is like? I mean, you've been open for quite a while now, and then you went through COVID, and through that COVID. had to be really tough. So. Yeah, we were it was open for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it was. We were open for thirteen and a half months before COVID shut us down. And then COVID had us shut down for 13 and a half months before we ended up reopening. And we finally reopened on Memorial Weekend of 2021. But it's been great. I mean, whenever we're open, people, you know, are, you know, they're, they're looking for us. You know, we, you know, Wednesdays and Thursdays tend to be our slowest nights. Um, so I always tell people, if you, if you don't like big crowds, Wednesdays and Thursdays are usually your best time. Um, but it's, it's been great. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun business because it's just there as a as a, a break. It's it's not like a restaurant where everybody has to go to the you know this and that. People come there to have fun to just let go and get away from their troubles of their daily lives. And so, Luke, what are you, what is your background like? Did you have uh, experience in running restaurants, businesses yeah, of this? I didn't know that like, like that. pinballogy was like a thing. <laughs> at CU. We didn't either until we got into this industry. Yeah. 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 Neither one of us actually. So Emily worked in a restaurant when she was like 15. I managed the movie theater when, with not the current one, but the old one, you know, when I was back in college for a little while, that's the extent of our experience in the bar or restaurant industry. Wow. Um, We've we just really- been so thankful. I mean, so many people have been really helped us. All the different brewery owners have answered questions and questions and helped us out. And, um, we asked a lot of restaurant owners questions and things. Everyone's been so helpful. So it's been great. And, and one of the things I want you to explain to the audience is like the concept. I think the concept is so cool. So you go there and, um, you know, you, you kind of pay one fee and then you're able to play the the uh, machines, correct? So you're not like pumping quarters in there each time. You're Well, it's, yeah. it works both ways, actually. Okay. So oh, okay. We have, um, so and 
I don't think anybody can see it, but we actually work on a RFID wristband. That, uh, um, so we're self-serve bar and arcade. All the taps um, and the gate, um, you can turn them on with the wristband. Um, if you're 21 or over. If you're 21 or over. If you're not 21 and over, all the games do take quarters, and then you don't have access to the drink wall. But the wristband basically will keep track of what you pour at the drink wall. It'll keep track of what you play on the games, and then you just settle up your tab at the end. Now, we do have for members. So you can buy a membership, and you can actually get all sorts of discounts. One of them is that Wednesdays and Thursdays are all you can play for 5 bucks. So oh, you wow. can come in and play as many nice. games as you want. For Nothing. five bucks, not the claw machine, but you can play everything else in there as much as you want. Um, for and it'll cost you five bucks. I mean, we've had ski ball members show up on that day, she rolled like 220 games or something of ski ball and paid five dollars for it. Yeah, <laughs> wow! So, yeah, how much is a membership? 75 bucks a year. A year? Oh, wow, yeah. interesting. Holy cow! So, wait a second, Luke. I thought I heard you say slot machine. Am I losing my mind? Claw, bud. The claw, claw machine. Oh, claw That's machine. Right. Okay, I was like, I don't think you can have slot machines, but anyway. <laughs> I have a question. What's the game that's in? I always am a little intimidated by it. It's like a tabletop and it's like white and they are Hold like. Up. In yeah, the it's world. a mechanical pong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like the pong game. Just like pong. It's that, and it's funny though, because when we were looking at buying some games, when we ended up buying that one, you know, Emily was like, oh, let's play this game. Because it's, it's a beautiful game. It looks really It is. Cool. It's really futuristic looking. And, and I told her, I said, it's pong. How fun can it be? And we played a couple games and I was like, Okay, okay now we have to buy this game. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it was, and it and it is. It's honestly my fa it's my favorite head to head game in, in quarters. So, yeah, nobody on this call is young enough to remember when his parents came home and with a new fresh pong game, and we played that for hours, and that's all it was. <laughs> yeah, just a little pong, giant. Pong predated us just a little. Yeah. Bit. No, it was it was awesome. I mean, like, my, uh, wow! I didn't know that life could be as fun as that. You know, my so. cousin found I was a, like, if I don't know if it's a whole unit or like a, a game cartridge or something, but he found a whole system in the garbage and he brought it home, and he just like had pong. Um, back in the eighties, yeah, he just found one. Somebody's like, ah, I'm done with this thing, and it was you know the whole brown with the knobs and stuff. The whole the whole thing. So then, uh, one of the things I want to dispel too as well, like you, you're just not <clears throat> beer. So I think a lot of people might assume that you're just serving beer too. Um, what other things are you serving over there? So we have 15 beer caps, um, two wines, a white and a red, a hard seltzer or custom cocktail. That line kind of rotates. And we have two ciders, a dry and a sweet wine. So we have 20 oh, wow. caps all together, yeah. So cider, wine, hard self, seltzer, hard seltzer beer. Yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing. So that's really yeah. cool. So. And then we have a lot of non-alcoholic options as well. You know, sodas yeah. and seltzer water, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that wristband can get you into trouble on like a Saturday afternoon. I, tell you. Like, <laughs> you I don't know, know how much is in this class, Chug Chug. Whoa. Well, so the good news, so any the state does mandate on any self-serve system, we always have to we check in every 32 ounces. So, you know, okay. no matter, you know, so you can't really get out of control. And that's 32 ounces of beer, cider, self-serve. If it's wine, it's we check in 14 ounces. Basically, okay. the system blocks them out of the drink wall and says, Hey, you need to check in with the staff. Nice. Um, <laughs> and and the fact that most of our games are really pretty cheap. I mean, I, you know, you can check around at just about any place. All of our arcades are a quarter. The ski ball, pinball, and the two tabletop games are 50 cents a play. And the only things that are a dollar is our um, claw machine and the big buck hunter game. And that's just because that's like a five-minute long game. 
So, again, listeners, that's the claw machine, not the slot machine, because Eric's brain was gambling. Yeah. yeah. So I will say though, it, I, it's it's kind of like a slot machine for a lot of us. It is. It is absolutely. Like, yeah. Push the button again and again. That's right. So what <laughs> is the? I have mo- to say, going to quarters is like our favorite thing to do after a date. Like if we go out to eat, and you know, you always because long one's kind of bad about like finding other things to do after you go, and it's like quarters. It's just a no brainer. Every time we go play some skee ball, get another drink, and we're so, always so surprised at how affordably we get in and out of there. I mean, if we spent hours there, yeah, I'd probably rack up a bill. But for just like that second half of a date night, it is so much fun. That's very cool. Yeah, and and I think it's kind of two part. One is like I said, the games are pretty inexpensive. Um, but two, because people are pouring their own drinks, they don't right. pour as big of drinks. Right? right. I mean, most people don't pour a sixteen ounce pour when they right. do it for themselves. The average person pours about six to seven ounces. So mm-hmm. that's really what they're looking for, and they'll probably pour two or three of those, and they'll play some games. And yeah, exactly. I mean, most couples, you're in there for an hour or better, and you'll still spend less than fifty bucks. I mean, I'm I go to a I go to a bar and just have some drinks. I'm probably spending more than fifty bucks. Yeah, hey. absolutely. So, what's the most what's the bar. most popular game over there right now? Oh, ski ball by far. Ski ball okay. from day one and has never looked back. It's always by far the busiest, most popular, and it's popular from in every generation. I mean, it's from the littlest kids up to you know, I've I've got people in my ski ball league who are in their eighties right now. So oh, I mean, wow. it's literally it, it's. The most appealing game to every group of people. And it's just so simple. I mean, there's really nothing to it. It's like, oh, it's pretty intuitive what you have to do. So yeah. well, and that's what that's one of the things I like about these older games. I mean, we, you know, some of the there we always have a fighting game in there, and fighting games are a little bit more complex, but most of these games have two, simple. one or two buttons, you know, and a joystick. So they're simple games to figure out. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to know the game to be able to sit down and figure it out in about 10 seconds. You know, if maybe it takes you one whole round of, you know, like, you know, of dying through to realize it, but that's probably only going to cost you 25 cents or 50 cents or something. And then you know the basics of the game and it's just now about getting better. Yeah. So for me, it was like, I went there with Brady while back when you first opened thereabouts and Brady kicked my butt in some complicated game and I don't know what was going on. He's like, just switch to the R4 and then you get blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. You know, for me, it's like Galaga and, you know, Miss Pac, you know, Pac-Man and all, and like asteroids. That's like my jam. It's like, okay, I got one button and I'm doing one thing, you know, but I can't, you know, Brady was like, oh, this reminds me of being young and blah, blah. And he's got like 15 buttons going and, you know, he's got to pick up things in the game. And I'm like, I don't, Ugh, I think I, I think you had Area Fifty One. Yes. Oh yeah, Area Fifty One. Uh, that's a fun game. Yeah, yeah, which Eric is really blown out of proportion. I mean, you got a plastic pistol and there's aliens. It's just it's pretty solid. No, I'm not. No, not at all. Because he was like, I mean, just like, oh yeah, you killed me again, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I, you know, no, no. So, yeah, Area Fifty One. Out of like the actual like arcade games, that's probably the most popular arcade game we have. Like it's it's a top five game at least in there, and it's. Again, it's a quarter per round. I mean, yeah. if you play the whole thing out, you'll probably spend a buck or two through it because you know it's yeah. not a free game. It's not impo- it's a you know completely impossible, but it's also not just walking the park. So. Yeah, I did watch a friend of mine like he put in the Konami code when he's playing Contra, and then he just beat it without dying because he owned it. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you you can you could run those things through, but it takes a certain person. Yeah, yeah. So to get you out of here, any new developments at quarters that our listeners should be aware of? Anything you're, you know, new games or anything you're working on that you want to <laughs> let people know? Uh, well, we are 
we are working on putting together a mobile unit. So um, we're actually going to be out at Unity and Community this weekend, as far as well as Chalkmont. Both Friday and Saturday, we'll be out here. Our van's not wrapped yet, so it'll just have like our banners and stuff on the side. But we have a big, you know, utility van that we're going to have like four or five games in, and you know, we'll. In the, the plan is that in the future you'll be able to you know call us up and rent it out. We'll bring it to your house. We'll kind of set everything up for you know a couple hours, and then when you're done, we come pick it up and bring it back to our place. Well, my daughter has a wedding in April, so I can think of nothing more fun at the reception yeah. hall. I'm sure that's, that's, what that's a, a pretty that's good a idea. Idea. I, I would say. Right. <laughs> yeah, it'll be you'll you'll pay for the the. the <laughs> The, the rain the games to be there but they'll also be on free play and and it's i mean because it's a mobile unit you won't be able to fit every game but we'll have a list of games that you can that you can fit in there and stuff so that we can kind of come to an uh you know a, an ideal mix for the the group who wants to rent it oh fun. wow that's really cool that's awesome and then one final thought too is that you do private events still right yeah and yes, then is do. there a particular time that you do those or well, the only times that we really don't do them at all is Monday and Tuesday nights because that's when we have ski bowling. Yeah. Um, we highly discourage people to do the parties on Fridays and Saturday nights after seven o'clock. Um, that's our busiest time of the week. And if you want to rent then, it's going to cost you a lot. Yeah. Um, because again, if you, if, it's, just it's just that's our busiest time. You pay basically the equivalent of what we do when we're open. Um, yeah. So, but like during the rest of the week, it's it's pretty affordable. It's it's two hundred an hour. Two twenty. Oh, sorry. It's, it's <laughs> you know freaking inflation. Everything. Two twenty. Yeah. So, two twenty an hour. Uh, it's two twenty an hour. Minimum of two hours. Um, if you're renting it Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, there's also a fifty dollar uh, per hour minimum of like purchases. So you can buy. Uh, that can be all your drinks. Um, you know, snacks, snacks merchandise. merchandise um, you know, can't buy gift cards with it and stuff like that, but, um, you can actually, like I said, it's, it's, it's pretty affordable. You get the whole place yourself. All the games are on free play, except the, except the claw machine, which you can do an add on and turn the claw machine on. <laughs> you know, we, we, it's funny because we always joke about the claw machine, but that game, like we, when we very first started doing parties, we didn't have, we just kept it on and let it go. And you would have an entire line of kids that would be there for two hours straight, just and they cleaned out our claw machine more than once. And so it's like, okay, that doesn't, that's not going to work for us. So, so do you see like, do you see, do you see like businesses? Do they have like team building sessions or, okay, a group? Yeah, like those, those, are, yeah. those team, are blast. Lots of team building stuff. We've had a lot of birthday parties. We've done after parties for um, weddings. Yeah. Those are always a little sketchy because people show up a little bit intoxicated. Um, yeah. We've yeah. had... <laughs> Um, just family get-togethers. We had a lot of um, graduation parties are there. Nice. Holiday parties. So, yeah, we're looking at booking holiday parties already. I already have a couple booked in December. So if people are thinking holiday parties, call us soon. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very cool. That's Definitely awesome. Definitely lots of team building stuff, a lot of breweries, a lot of accessories, yeah. a, a lot of local businesses, which is great. I mean, that's one of the best things. We just love to we, – we get a chance to meet a lot of people. It's, it's, it's a blast. That's awesome. Well, that's a great way to send you off to, to do what you're doing. So Luke and Emily, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we wish you every success with Quarters Bar and Arcade. We just love it. So it's a really great spot. And we encourage everybody to go by 475 Main Street and check it out. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right. Have a good rest of your afternoon.
Thanks. Thank you. Bye, guys. All right. All right. Again, that was Quarters Bar and Arcade. And I actually just love arcades. So for me, it's yeah. like, you know, it's kind of a blast from the past. I mean, we used to have several in Longmont. So we had like next to the Trojan Theater, there was an arcade. And out east on Lashley and Ninth, there was a giant arcade. And there were tons of arcades in town, but it only lasted as long as the, the, uh, until the systems came out. When the systems came out, it was like, oh, I can play this all day long for free. So right. I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, they all died. I loved arcades too. There's all the options and stuff. But then, yeah. I mean, I went up with a Super Nintendo at one point, and it's like, well, that's that. And there weren't any left. And you're like, yeah, begging dad for quarters is like, I got a Nintendo. So you know, oh, my, my kids I? love arcades. They they've done quarters and they like save their quarters for quarters and have played there. They also like the one at Pump House, which has a lot of good games too. Actually, yeah, Red yeah. Zone has tons, but it's yeah, like it's all ages. Cool. It's so fun. Yeah. One of the best movie recommendations I can give related to the subject is A Fistful of Quarters about the uh, guy trying to break the record for Donkey Kong. So great movie. Very interesting. Interesting people. It's not usually my jam, but it's very interesting. (laughs) Anyway, um, let's shift over to some other things going on in Longmont. So um, I'll, I'll go first. I've got one thing here. So I noticed there's a P.F. Chang's to go that's opening in Longmont. Is down Man. south on Ken Pratt. Oh boy! Yeah. So yeah, that's what they've been doing. Like this whole ghost kitchen to go thing. I feel like they were like setting the they like set the trend. PF Chang's did. Yeah. Where is that? <laughs> so that's right next to where I think this is where the Harvest Bread Company used to be. Oh okay. Um, outside of the Office Max, um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Office yes. Max. Max Office Depot. Oh, uh, oh, 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 yeah. where Great Harvest was? Is that yep. what you just said? In my I head, I, I just thought said Panera. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, right. I know, it's been empty for, I was surprised that it was empty that long. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I just noticed that that was uh, there. And Actually, uh, Who eats at P.F. Chang's? I mean, seriously, I can't believe that thing's still around. I mean, Brady, every, no? yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, it was been a, it's been a long time. It's really funny, I kind of It was cool, him. like, in when I was in high school, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I text it, it's kind of like the Bennigan's of Chinese food. Right, right? totally, yeah. Yeah. it totally is. <laughs> It's like we were promised kind of fancy elevated cuisine, but it was kind of like, "Eh, it's okay. Now you can find it in your grocery store. It's just a little overpriced and like not that awesome in my, yeah, I mean, there were some things that I'd been there and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. That was like when they first opened in Loveland, you know, the location out there. And then it was like, I remember the one out at Flatirons Mall. That was like the first one I went to. Yeah. It was big too. Yeah. Yeah. So Anyway, for those who are looking for something a little different, you can check out the P.F. Chang's out there on Ken Pratt Boulevard. Okay. There's a fairly long form article right now on Tom's Call, so go check that out if you're interested. But uh, it refers to um, Ken Pratt Boulevard facing challenges with like updating and how it's kind of dated and stuff. And I thought there would be a quick summary in this, but it doesn't really seem like there is much. So I think um, that, that a that's article. it. It's a good read. Yeah. yeah, it just seems like there is a difficulty and a need for that. If you're talking about like dated things, it's like, yeah, they're mentioning that one of the facilities is like 39 years old and, and needs some up updating. And it's like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, they did mention in that article, they talked about the East moon, um, Asian bistro moving and said that they're going to, so they're moving over as a reminder to old Chicago, the old, old Chicago building on Ken Pratt. And that they're going to use part of the building for the relocated bistro and the other part for Kenny's Tavern, whatever that is. So it's like going to be split. It's not going to all be East Moon. That's what the article says, kids. Okay. Interesting. 
we shall see. I, I think Eric and I are just making the same face going. Honestly, I think they were listening when we said make it a fern bar. To me, sounds like they just. Well, uh, Kenny's Tavern that. does, Kenny and I know Tavern it's probably a, an homage to Ken Pratt, but so it does kind of sound like that. Kind of like all right. back to yesteryear. Kind of Let's thing, so. we'll go get I since I don't drink beer. A tavern sounds like a place where you drink beer, but I'll, I'll mm-hmm. get like a rail gin and tonic if you guys want to go get a, a Coors Light or something. No, a tavern sounds like a you're going to get a screwdriver there. Screwdriver. Know, or, I don't, yeah. and I won't tell or the story on here. I will not tell the story on here, but I I I don't drink screwdrivers anymore. <laughs> I yeah. yeah, just orange juice and uh, any of that. It it's out. Kind of like a mimosa, you're out too. I was gonna say, like, so, do you generally yeah. drink alcohol in the mornings anymore? You know what I mean? Well, those screwdrivers on morning time drink. Sure. Of yeah, okay. Absolutely. I. Yeah. What the heck else would you? What are you gonna drink it at night? Like, well, oh, that's when I was juice. having them. Well, you could. <laughs> Technically, yeah, I think, I think it, was it was a hairy navel, which also had peach schnapps in it. Fuzzy but. navel. Yeah. Fuzzy navel. Whatever. No, the hairy, <laughs> hairy navel. No, hairy navel's different. Hairy navel. <laughs> hairy navel has pe- like a fuzzy navel is uh, peach schnapps and orange juice. A hairy navel has vodka too. You know, I'm looking that one up. So I'm looking up. Yeah, if I'm, wrong, I'm not looking that's, up. That's what I navel. called it. That's yeah. what it was called for as long as I remember the night that I was drinking them. That's all okay. I'll say. A, I'm pretty sure a screwdriver is like a total morning drink. It's like what golfers drink at 7 a.m. when they get out. You are correct morning. there. I would say they're getting some vitamin C. So that's probably the the methodology behind it. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to get some vitamin C. Oh, but I think of it as like. I think of it as like my aunt Betty, like with a <laughs> screwdriver at like one in the afternoon with yeah. a cigarette hanging out of her mouth right. and like first, the ash just burned down like an inch. You know, just first Google alcohol. response, Harry Navel cocktail prep time, three minutes, one ounce <laughs> vodka, one ounce peach schnapps, four to six ounces, orange juice to taste. It's a real thing. Yeah. But you didn't say you said vodka, didn't you? Yeah. You were going to call you out there. Does it have vodka? Yeah, what? Oh, okay. I just read this. It's three ingredients. <laughs> I'm fine. What else? Any vodka? I can't, any of here today. So great, great harvest what else? bakery peach and you know, vodka. Vodka, peach stuffs, orange juice. Like I said the first time. Yeah. So that's that's okay. it. That's one of this. Yeah. I have never ran into that before. I always liked fuzzy navels. I have to say, Back I I ran into them hard, and I don't. These I don't both drink. sound terrible. Those are both terrible names. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, not anymore. I'm. It's all done. You know. Well, I Long Long Island iced tea in college. Yeah. Loved it. Ooh. But you know, now that it's fast like... fast Long Island iced teas? I'm sorry? Fast subs, right? Yeah. Was yeah. that there when you were in... Was that there? Probably not. No. On the hill? No. No. Yeah. I don't know. But that's... They were famous for the Long Island iced teas. No. I, I would mean, say you if just... you want to get sophisticated, a Greyhound's a little better. You need to go Greyhound or a Salty... Or a Salty Absolutely. Dog. Salty Dog. Yeah. Salty Dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. If you want drinks you want, of just, our memory, drinks of our memory here. Yeah. This is I, a segment. Yeah. I've had much better better times with the with the Salty Dog. So, so I have to ask Annie though, are you a, are you a mimosa type person? Is that something you do? Is that your go-to for brunch or are you just absolutely like no alcohol for brunch or are you drinking like a, a Heineken? Uh, you know? No, if <laughs> I'm gonna, a little bitter. <laughs> if I were to have booze with brunch, yeah, I'd do a mimosa. I'm not against that. I'd probably just have champagne 
I'd re- if it's like a special occasion that's like worthy of something in a flute, I'd probably just opt for a little champagne. Well, but I don't mind a little orange. But it's got to be a splash. That's the whole thing. I don't like it half and half. I'd rather. Have I like I like it diluted. If it's going to be like Saturday, Sunday morning, whatever, because then it's you know you're getting a little hydrated and you just you're, you're pacing yourself. The boozy brunch. Yeah, and I gotta has say, the like the best uh, champagne for that is snooze because they really? do. They yeah. do champagne. Well, at least for a long time, they got it from. Oh, I'm gonna fail at this. Who is that urban winery in Denver down in? Um, well, then it's a sparkling monkey, wine. Monkey just theorem, to be, infinite just monkey a, theorem. Yeah, just a sparkling wine. It's not mm-hmm. champagne. Oh yeah, but anyway, whatever. yeah, exactly. They're white sparkling <laughs> wine, and they had it. It would have it on draft. Holler out there to if anyone knows they still do this. I haven't been a student so long, but it was yeah, like, we want to hear about that. Have this like yeah. on tap. This um, infinite monkey theorem, amazing. Sparkling white wine. And you could get that either just as the champagne or with a splash of orange juice. Very good. Yeah, that reminds me of an outing my uh, Sandy went with with her coworkers. I went with them too. And everybody was not doing so well and uh, came home with several bottles of <laughs> wine there. And that's really not a good go-to. You know, that's, that was an interesting idea. Everybody was like, this is the best wine after a while and they're buying bottles like there's no tomorrow and <laughs> i remember one of the coworkers, chris like the next day was just like i think a few days later he tried it he was like this this is okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you just kind of get caught up in the moment so uh-huh. um uh, hey eric yeah, i have to ask did anybody write in about the payphone that's a great segue i was gonna bring that up so we got three photos no way yeah you did not <gasps> listeners yes. i'm yeah. so proud i've been looking i haven't found it I forgot all about it. There's one looking. that is so easily prominent that I think it's kind of funny. I mean, oh, I didn't I'm going to be so embarrassed. So I didn't even think of this one, the one I was thinking of. Um, so there's there's one Did that's you... really a booth, but it doesn't have a phone. So that's next to Winchell's. I mean, really? there is a you know, Both of us are just like, huh? Yeah. I know. All I see <laughs> yeah. is donuts. <laughs> so I'm showing this to them, if you can see it. Oh. Oh, yeah. right. right there. So, it's not so deceptively. It's not blue. It's got some like red trimmed in it. Kind exactly. Of matches it's been the graffitied up like there's of no the wind, wind chills. But and okay, that's other... it's, that's why it's kind of hidden in plain sight. I'll say that. So the other one that's kind of hidden that I've seen this, but I forgot about it. It's at the old um, the gas Dairy station Queen? near the Dairy Queen. The Dairy Queen. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's the lot right now across from Pump House at 6th and Main, that yeah. empty lot. Oh, I'm looking at that like, it's just like you want to walk. Is it even on a like, sidewalk? Is it just like in some scrub brush here? <laughs> it's like in scrub brush. So I'm sure that the air, you know, regulated, you know, where you could fill your tires and that sort of thing was right next to it. And so there right, was a payphone. Right, like a little The one that area. I was referring to. So this comes in from listener Eric. So. Kudos to I listener mean, Eric. You won the contest. You don't get anything, but you know, nice try. Is this the same uh, listener Eric that we featured last week? Yes, indeed. Well, off and took photos. The one that I was thinking of is in fact the last one he has because to me it's like a bonus. You also have a phone book holder too. Oh wow. Oh, boy. Yes. So, that's, that's definitely yeah, a bonus. So you got you got this one. Do you want to take a guess where that is? This one's like the easiest one. I'm trying to see what's in the behind. It's blue behind. It's got some blue structure with some flowers. Looking. Oh, oh yeah. Ziggies? No way. Oh. It's all downtown. Yeah. Oh, stop. Three payphones. Oh, that one is right so across the street. On it's like all the are literally walking. I need to walk around or look around a little bit more. Apparently, My I goodness. think it's because they become so. They're like trees now, so you right. don't really notice them. Right. Yeah. And this one, like I said, this one has the little phone book, the Dex phone book holder on yeah, the bottom. Wow. Of it. So. so this one's like fancies right downtown, across <laughs> yeah. Fourth from Ziggy's. 
Yeah. That's crazy. There I was some like, should, you know, there's a sticker in here. I think we should grab a side there's sticker and absolutely it, you know, just slap absolutely. it right in there. Yeah. Slap yeah. it on there. There was some like super zoomer comment uh, recently on the internet about like somebody posting their, their phone number somewhere and somebody getting really indignant about it. And then um, somebody, somebody else was like, you're going to, you're, you're I, I'm going to tell you, they used to have these books and they just published everybody's number in them. <laughs> it's it's going to blow your mind. Your address too. Yeah, remember? just every your name, your address, your phone number. It's just like okay, oh, that's such a good point. What yeah. the heck? And now it's like, don't. I don't want to. But we, you know, I mean, back then, if you were getting calls, like there was a real person on the other end trying to sell something or something. If it was, you know, an unwanted call, and now it's just robo spam. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't need my number out there, but you know, like it's not that hard to figure out what a phone number is going to be because you just punch in numbers and <laughs> somebody picks up. It's a it's a phone, right? Like it's, there's only so many combinations. You just go sequentially. You got a robot to do it. They're going to find you. <laughs> yeah. I, I just found it fascinating that there are three. I'm amazed. I'm, I'm amazed. Good shocked. job listeners. So, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm so happy. It's really cool. Um, one thing I do want to mention that I was told from Shane, the official sponsor of Miko coffee um, of this podcast is that if you go to sweet cow this weekend, get an ice cream and then you come over to Miko, you're going to get an affogato if you want it. So that's a shot of espresso on oh. top of your ice cream. Oh, geez. Okay. I don't okay. think I'd Some want to do not that. that sophisticated. Yeah, I don't think I'd want, you know, like strawberry affogato. That would be yeah. <laughs> you know, So you're probably going to go to like a chocolate or a vanilla. At least that's the way Sweet. I, would I um fun. Speaking of ice cream, I made some plum ice cream. This, uh, this with your uppity week. ice cream maker? Yeah, with my uppity ice Yeah, I'm super bougie, yuppie. So wait, kinda. so time out. What kind of ice cream maker do you have for the listeners? I have a winter. I'll, I'll find the actual model. I have a winter, okay. uh, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll dig it up. Um, yeah, I bought it on Amazon. Did a bunch of um, review hunting on it. It's just trying to figure out, like, is how much is it, you know, at what point are you not getting anything back? So winter ICM-200LS automatic ice cream maker, two-quart capacity stainless steel, built-in compressor, no pre-freezing, LCD display, and a timer. Brady, wasn't that the the object you picked up in that Area 51 game and then shot me? <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> it's a nice unit, but uh, you know I'm going to wind up with like clogged arteries and a spare tire if I keep going with this thing. But the, um, the neighbor has a plum tree and grabbed a bunch of plums and made plum... Gelato, technically, I guess nice. the recipe that, that I have is still. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. Coming Very over. Cool. That sounds That's delicious. Awesome. Um, so I saw some infrastructure improvements on Main <laughs> Street, and one I think that we both can appreciate, Eric. They've put new stoplights in at Main and Mountain View Avenue. Sweet. And yes. the coolest part about these is they have a left green arrow. This is <gasps> this is just the most this is just hard hitting, like Fresh news, guys. New stoplights. But seriously, this is a really big deal. That was a crazy intersection. So dangerous. Yes. So many yes. run red lights. So hard to turn left. So thank you, Longmont. Nice to see they've up. I mean, there's a full brand new light. I was like, why'd they do that? Because they couldn't just like add a lamp to put an arrow in. Like they had to put in a whole new. But this is not for me to answer. There are experts on this. We'll have to ask someone else. So that's exciting. And then I saw south of 3rd. On Main Street, they've started busting up those boulevards to uh, get them ready to spruce them up. Remember how we talked about that? Yeah, so they're doing the medians there to make it look like the it the oh the, the whole to area continue is the be contiguous yeah. now. Yep. So you're going to see the yep yeah 
can't remember exciting. what they called it. They wanted to unify the look of the thing yeah. to make it feel the same yeah. down the hill there, which yeah. I like. I like that. I'm hoping it slows traffic down a little bit too, but I do like that. I think that's a great idea. You Let's know, just... I always love like thinking about an international listener right now at this moment going, you know, like somebody from Norway who just tunes into this and going, wow, okay, cool. But I'm so glad we have a light on Main Street. And you know, yeah. planters. <laughs> If anybody's, if anybody's gotten this far with this show, yeah, like it's fine, you know. It's frightening. Yeah. If somebody from Europe is saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune yeah. in for this. I'm gonna get the guy from, from Quarters. I'm gonna listen to this about a local arcade that I also don't know anything about." They can, they can wade through the traffic. I was gonna say, there's, there, we have received uh, downloads from many countries. Or Kenny's. I'm sure, it's probably about five seconds. <clears throat> it's like, okay, I thought this is about food or something. Whoops. Yeah, yeah I gotta go. Yeah. 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 Um, shout out to the Home Depot locker. I don't know if you've ever done this before. Didn't know it existed. Feel kind of stupid. So I ordered something online, got a little buffer. Oh, online, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, and they said, Hey, it'll be in the locker. Come with your code. Nice. And so you just go inside and you got a QR code on your phone, and opens up this locker. There is and stuff said, that stand would be... back because it'll open. And I'm just picturing this thing like smacking me in the forehead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's my Foley work. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm for hire. Um, but yeah, I could see where some of the stuff in Home Depot was like super fussy to find. Would yeah. be really nice for that. Yeah. But you can look up the bay and the aisle before you go. So it does make it a little easier. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Like but it was kind of cool. That was like no cost and just walk in there, grab it out of the locker and, mm-hmm. and go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty nice. darn cool. Um, also, uh, I just got a notification that Brasserie 1010 yep. is reopening. Oh, <laughs> so, that is very exciting. Eric, stop that seems the presses. Like so your restaurant. That is stop like, the presses. Yes. If I could so. like pick a restaurant that personified you the most, it'd probably be that one. Honestly, a snotty French Which restaurant. In Boulder. A little yes. bit old yeah. school, but kind, of, but still like. Like still, what's the word? Oh, Andy, you don't know me. There's another restaurant that I like. Definitely even a little old school. Yeah. Yeah. I can see you there all day long. Yeah. What, what like do you like better than than that? Then, um, for me, if I want authentic, like Santa Fe Southwestern food, I'll go to Santo. Yeah, Santo. Yeah, That's so expensive. And then it is. And then I also like Mateo. So kind of that French casual. Oh, yeah. Mateo yeah. Brasserie Tinder. Yeah, that's right in my wheelhouse, totally. right? You're going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, that's so yeah. funny. But Mateo, Croque Madame, glass of wine, call it good. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, also notice that Casa Bonita, they have yep. sunk $12 million into this place already. Oh, you hear this? My. Yeah, I've heard that it was $12 million and they still, they're like, we have to just keep going because. Yeah. We made this commitment. <laughs> yeah, it's like the law of diminishing returns. I don't know what those boys are worth. The the South Park boys, as far a as a lot I, more than twelve million. Dollars. Yeah, I I would assume yeah. it's like oh that's a lot of money empirically because it is, but also for those guys who've had a show on the air for twenty. Oh man, years, that's awesome. Um, probably they can handle it. I hope you know. I hope. Uh, well, I think it's you know we have to speculate what that went to, and I'm guessing it was a carpet cleaning bill. Probably that's all it was. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I know because you can't replace it. I mean, no, you have to exactly. it, right? <laughs> it's for the cliff diving to make it less janky and more oh, safe. You, know? you could just, yeah, oh, you could just pay uh, Eric to rent a uh, a pressure washer, get in there, and that's right. They so just so everybody so doesn't much interest, it's going to be just lines. For I think days. so. Oh my god! Yeah, for people who don't know, this is like an icon in Lakewood, Colorado, and so it was around forever. It's probably open in the early. I believe it was in the early seventies. <laughs> 
And featured and very so, heavily in one of the South Park episodes. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why they they also felt like, hey, let's save this thing. And so yep. you'd go there in a line, you'd line up and go for the cafeteria Mexican food, and then you'd sit down and you'd be able to like raise this little flag on your table and get sopapillas delivered to you. And and it would have entertainment. So you'd run around and as a kid and there'd be a cliff diver and there'd be like, oh you gosh. know, black Bart would be. This, I can like smell this, it right now. Oh yeah. It's really this outlaw who'd like chase it. you and you'd have a cave and an arcade and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. There is really well, nothing like it. Well, and yeah. we're missing out. We got to, we live up here in Longmont and all we have is. Uh, extensions of main streets, uh, unified corridor or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it's not like we're locked here. So I imagine a lot of people from Longwell will go up to Casabina to relive their birthday party celebrations they had when they were kids. Yeah, and maybe it'll be nicer. I don't know. I was, I've never been, so I can't say it was going to be nicer. Oh, man, I'm sad no, man, for you, Brady, you that you didn't go to yeah. old Casa Bonita. Yeah. Whether so, you call it Casa Bonita Nuevo or something. Casa Bonita Nuevo. I think they're also trying to improve the food a little bit. They're trying to make right. it a little higher end, which would make me kind of sad. Right, yeah. right, 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 yeah. right. So, but, you know, we do what we can. So, um, anyway, uh, I just want to say thanks to everyone. First of all, too, or secondly, I want to say thanks to Emily Edelsman for supporters, bar, and arcade. Wish them all the success in the world. Yeah, Please that place is cool. Place yeah. Um, and as always, we thank Andy Epler for our intro music. Find us wherever you find your great podcast content. Um, write us by digitalongmod at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments for the show, let us know. Find another phone booth and give us a shout out. And then also thanks to David Cutler, Cutter Music for our closing music. Thank you, Andy and Brady. Thank Thanks, you. Bud. <laughs>